Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Just, it reminds me of my brother so much. A little fuel for you to get hour number two kicked off. Welcome back. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. You missed anything in the first hour of the show. We talked about all sorts of stuff. Josh Bannon getting a shout out the Indiana Pacers. A new uh, destination for former Grizz basketball player Isaiah Kerr. Midland Roundtable, Montana-Wyoming All-Stars uh, rosters are out. Duncan Hamilton's on another watch list for a national award. we got our Treasure State Stars from the week. We also talked some Oakland A's to Las Vegas. Will it happen? Will it not happen? What does it all mean? What has happened to the A's? Talking about a whole bunch more besides all of that. You can find all of it on the Nuanas Now podcast, probably presented by Blackfoot Communications. Blackfoot Communications. Helping you and your small business grow. Visit goblackfoot.com to find out more. The Nuanas Now podcast also presented by the M Store, where they're all grizz all the time, and the Montana State Bookstore, your best place to get blue and gold on game day or any other day, anytime you're in Bozeman and on the Montana State campus. A good friend stopped by earlier today. I'm going to your homeland, and I don't mean Canada. Chicago. Chi-town. Yes, I'm so jealous. Uh, everybody that I've ever known that knows me says this is going to be my favorite city experience. Chicago will? Yeah. Depends. As long as you don't get shot, you're good. See, I just don't believe in that kind of stuff. You don't? Okay. I believe people get Sh- shot. The Chicago Tribune has a segment on their website called Murder Watch. Yeah, I believe that people get shot. And it literally is like ticking all the people. Totally. I totally... I'm not naive to the fact that people get murdered in the world. That certainly happens. Unfortunately, it's terrible. I think that predators prey on fear. Or they prey on people that are involved in bad things. Okay. Yes. I just feel like there, you have a much less chance of getting murdered in a big city if you don't have any fear and you're not looking for illicit activities. I don't disagree. There you go. But good luck. <laughs> are you good, what, which deep, deep dish pizza are you going to get? I don't know which one should I get. Oh, I need all the I need all the scope. It's Chicken Doesn't Know Sports here on ESPN Radio. Uh, your favorite Canadian turned Chicago in is that what they call them? 
yeah. Carolyn uh, here on, on the radio and on SWX and on the ESPN MT app. A lot to get to today, but what what are my wrecks? What am I well, need to be doing? All right. This is going to be controversial. Isn't everything at this point? We're about to talk about the live, so it's all going to go downhill soon. So I personally loved Giordano's pizza. Now, people who live in Chicago don't because it's become a chain and now it's like mass produced and stuff. Mm -hmm. But it is so nostalgic for me that Mm -hmm. it's my favorite. Mm -hmm. Um, Pizzeria Uno. Pizzeria Uno. Wow. Is this is like Mexican pizza? Nope, it's Italian, I believe. Okay, okay. Uno is also an Italian <laughs> word. Wow. Have another. <laughs> um, and it's delicious. And then a lot of people swear by Lou Malnati's. Now, I like Lou Malnati's, but that came in like later in my life and it just doesn't Sounds have too the much same. like Illuminati. Yeah, you don't want that. We uh-uh. know you don't want that. Nope. So Pizzeria Uno and Douay are downtown. I don't know if you're staying downtown, but you'll be able to find one of those. Okay. Or Giordano's. I'm going to need you to text me all this so I can Google machine it. Okay. And then you got to get a Chicago style hot dog. Okay. And so this is just going to go great Italian with my beef. fitness pursuits. No, you are not. You do not go on a diet in Chicago. <laughs> my, my buddy who we're staying with, we're spending a couple days in Milwaukee, a couple days in Chicago. And my buddy we're staying with in Milwaukee, uh, he texts me like all the things that we we're going to do. And one of them was a hike. And I was like, thanks for throwing some exercise in there, man. And he's like, yeah, every time anybody's ever came and visited me, they always just complain by the end of the trip that all they do is feel fat and bloated. So I decided we put some exercise in there. I was like, thanks. Are you going to go to a ball game? We're going to go to a Brewers game, yeah. Okay. Saturday. So So no Cubbies? That'll be fun. Uh, I'm lobbying for some Cubbies action. Okay. uh, But I think that they're out of town. Oh, bummer. Okay. What about the Chai Sox? You're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to do that. Is Comiskey cool? It's not Comiskey anymore. Oh, it's like All State Arena or something stupid. <laughs> this is one of my things. I'm going to keep calling all the old school. Is it a new park or is yes. it just a renamed no, park? No, it's a new park. Like, for example, whatever the hell the Celtics Arena is named now, I'm never calling it that. Right. It's the Boston Garden. It's just like the Sears Tower will always be the Sears right. Tower. Lambeau Field's Lambeau Field. I'm yeah. not going to ever call it anything no matter what if they ever call the naming rights something different. And when they move Soldier Field to the suburbs... I'm still going to call it Soldier Field. There you go. They're going to move the stadium. Well, no, but they're rebuilding a new Mm. stadium in the suburbs. So stupid. Price for everything. Uh, Check out those little sports here on ESPN Radio. Uh, The other thing I wanted to ask you about before we get into this live stuff. Okay. Since you're the queen of the 90s. That's, I was thinking last night, that's what we should have called this segment. Queen of the 90s? Queen of the 90s. <laughs> okay, why? Uh, I don't know, because you just love the 90s I and do. you love nostalgia. I do. Do you remember American Gladiators? Yeah. There's a new American Gladiators 30 for 30. Oh, I thought you were going to say a new uh, season or something. No, they tried to remake it yeah, a, lot, a couple so. years ago and it was totally corny. Yeah. Because the original American Gladiators were just like big buff, super great athletes. And that yeah. was, that was it. There wasn't like this weird, the, the new ones, they were, they were wearing like face paint and they had like their teeth sharpened and it was, it, they looked like weird werewolves or something. It See, was everything so was better weird. in the nineties. You're right. I am the it, queen of the nineties. It's true. Uh, the American Gladiators documentary, I'm not even going to suggest that you watch it because it's actually like really dark and oh. it's really sad. It's like four hours long. Well, it's, thanks for bringing it up. It's two, two hour parts. The whole first hour you're sitting there you're like, this is awesome. This is just hitting my nostalgia button so hard. And then after that, it just goes through this crazy twisted web of like this legal battle over who created American Gladiators. 
everybody at the end of the story is just sad and depressed or messed up from participation, and it's it's not great. Way to bring bring that up today. Uh, it's a really well done documentary, though. For sports fans out there, I'd say do that. But okay. uh, for the chick who doesn't know sports, maybe just watch like the first forty five minutes of the first. Well, episode. I'm going to be watching Vanderpump Rules because oh that's God. what bring, makes me happy. Speaking of, my sister-in-law may turned my girlfriend onto this, and now this is a part of my life, and I just, I just want to drown myself. We're having a Vanderpump Rules watch party tomorrow night at Stone of Accord. Oh my gosh! At six thirty, um, in the private room, everyone's invited. It's the finale. What's the draw? I don't know. I don't but either. I, love I like fringely watched one of these. Well, it's so dumb. But it I, is so dumb. I know, but <laughs> this is my Super Bowl. Okay. I, so zip it. Uh, I'm going to eat wings and drink beer and watch Vanderpump tomorrow right, night. Wow. Just kidding. I'm drinking wine. Of course. I was going to say, I've never seen you have a beer in your Absolutely life. Absolutely not. Have you ever even drank a beer? Yes. I was <laughs> in college in the, in the 90s. <laughs> I bet the last time I drank a beer was like the 90s. Probably. Yeah. It makes me bloat. Hey, I think you're not alone. <laughs> Nuan is now ESPN Radio, uh, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. All right. What do we got today? Well, this is some pretty exciting news. Is it? exciting? Well, I mean, no. It's certainly... Uh, it's controversial. Not only is my pizza pick controversial, but the Live Tour and PGA have merged. They have. They're trying to create a unified game. That's right. Allegedly. Yeah. They ended... This was to end the litigation. Yeah. Which I am still confused about why there was litigation. Because a lot of guys left the PGA Tour to go play on the Live. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They stole guys from the live, but there was no real legal ramifications for that because the guys on the PGA weren't under contract, right. and then they got offered contracts by the live, which basically redefined golf forever. To make money at golf, you have to win, yeah, or you have to like place in the tournament. If you get cut, you don't win. You don't get any money. You get zero dollars. Okay, and PGA guys have to pay for their own travel or whatever. So you have it's just like rodeo. Like you have to be in the money to make it worth your time, your time to yeah. do it. The Liv comes out and says, hey, Dustin Johnson, you're, we're going to pay you $25 million a year. doesn't matter if you miss every single cut. They don't even have cuts anymore. Just for existing and participating, you're going to get paid. But this turned the PGA on its head, and then they tried to scramble to like make sure that the defections, because they couldn't match the money. They tried course, to make sure the defections yeah. well, wouldn't continue. Can't match blood money. Indeed. <laughs> That's the craziest part about this is, to me, the craziest part about this is the way that they're spinning it. They're spinning this as a merger to unify the game. Right. Let's not get it twisted. The people with all the money just bought the other people, and that's it. And the live is saying we're getting absorbed into this other thing. Right. No. The people that own the live bought, bought all of everything. it. Everything. They bought it all. So will they rename it? I don't know. I don't know what they're going to okay. call it. Okay. So then I was trying to figure out who... Um, so the, the live players who got $25 million a year... Those contracts will not be valid anymore. This is this is what I read today. Yeah. I could be wrong. They will if they want to return to the PGA and to this tour that was bought by the Live, they have to do a new contract yep. and they will be fined for leaving the PGA. Right. All the guys that stayed are mad. Are are mad and they're going to get railroaded for sure. And then the guys that left, are they still going to be making that money? I believe so. See, then that doesn't make sense. Right. Because now if they're all going to be one thing, there shouldn't be some live guys and some PGA guys. Like, that's a huge disparity in pay and contracts. Uh, absolutely. 
Yeah, I don't know how they're going to smooth it all out. At, okay. at the end of the day, if you believe in the concept of sports watch, washing, and a great many people listening to the show do, this is a gigantic um, win is not the right word, but all of the sports washing that could have potentially happened through the existence of the Live Tour is actually now going to happen because it's no longer going to be this polarized world of golf. Now everybody's going to be back in it together. And now it just all comes down to the concept of if you are rich enough to buy a, a, a you're, you're rich enough to buy the sport of golf. That's what just basically. Happened. Yeah. Now, what what is it that and you have no intention of making money off of it? What is it that you're buying it for? That's what this all comes down to. World domination. That's right. But here's my serious question. Okay. I watched a live tournament. Sure. And I've watched a PGA tournament. Yeah. Live is way more fun. Totally. I want. I, I would like it to stay if they're going to merge. Most people that play golf are not, or most people that love golf do not care about the fun. I care. No, I know, but you're not the target audience. <laughs> well, I watched something and kept watching it that I would never would have watched before. Yeah. So maybe I am the target audience. Maybe. Maybe you're the target new customer, certainly. Yeah, um, yeah it's it's going to be really interesting to see what this does to the game of golf. I'm curious. Like the, the haters would say that the game of golf has been too stuffy for a long time. But then the people that love golf would say that that's what makes it great. It's is tradition. The etiquette and the the your mismanners, you teach all your manners right. classes. The the sport that has the most immaculate etiquette and like decorum and things like that is golf. I agree. And tennis is the same. Like totally. if I if there was live tennis. And I, I mean, I did like, like a triple take when I saw Phil Mickelson wearing shorts because I was like, I've never seen this guy's legs. I've yeah. watched him play golf 400 times. I just wanted to free those Because you can't wear shorts on the yeah. PGA, but now you can on the live. It's fascinating. Before we know it, they're going to have pants below if their these guys, underwear. If these guys start driving carts around, that's when it's going to get real Western. No. I like uh, the caddies run and they <laughs> race. It's so fun. I don't want them on carts. Oh, man. This is going to get so wild. Well, we'll keep an eye on it. Yeah. Tune in again and I will have more info. That's probably incorrect. <laughs> Chicken doesn't know sports. Uh, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app presented by Hot House Yoga as well as the Hype House uh, what else you got? The Oakland A's are moving to Vegas. Yes, they are. That's my story. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. Um, so many of the moving of pro sports franchises came down to a greedy individual or a greedy group of individuals that basically robbed one town of a team and, and moved them somewhere else. But San Francisco already has a team, so they don't need two teams. The right. A's are averaging 8,900 fans a game. That's that's just nuts. Yeah, so I think it's good to move them. I, I know. That, that's what I was going to say is most of this comes down to, like, when the Seattle Supersonics moved from uh, Seattle to Oklahoma City, that was purely a money grab. When the Cleveland Browns moved from Cleveland to Baltimore before then they were remade like th those were purely like individuals that owned the team doing things selfishly on their own behalf and basically crushing the towns that they left this is because Oakland doesn't support the baseball team anymore it's a crazy fall from grace that I can't really think of the, another example of this where a team became so irrelevant in their own community that they had to leave because people weren't going to their games. That's a crazy phenomenon. I don't know if that's ever happened in pro Were they, sports. Are they not good? They're not good. Okay. 
And the thing that's crazy though is the Oakland A's were one of the proudest franchises in baseball. I mean, the Oakland A's have won the World Series like I don't know four or five times. I mean, the greatest team in the 1970s was the Oakland A's. One of the greatest teams in the 1980s was the Oakland A's. They've they've had multiple iterations of being great. Is it the same owner? Like like whoever? That's part of it. Is they've changed ownership. You know, they also Billy Bean was famous because he when he was their general manager because he created the concept of Moneyball where you were you were using analytics to form your payroll. Ironically, that came back to bite them. Moneyball was the most efficient and like, it was the most cost efficient way to build a baseball team. But then they became so obsessed with being cost efficient that they stopped spending money. Was that the movie, Moneyball? Moneyball's a movie. Yeah, Brad Pitt's in it. He (laughs) plays Billy Bean for sure. Um, like to put this in perspective, I, this is a completely rough numbers. I I I don't know the exact numbers, but teams like the New York Yankees and the Boston Red Sox and the Los Angeles Dodgers probably spend between ten and twelve times as much money on their payroll as Oakland. Okay, there's multiple guys in baseball that make more money than the entire Oakland A's team. Oh my God! That's why people stopped going. So I'm kind of into this, and I'll tell you why. Because I think Vegas, Nevada, like Nevada in general, is becoming a desirable place to move. The taxes you are better. Spent time in Nevada. <laughs> I like Nevada. I'm not a Vegas person, but Nevada's beautiful. Nevada is something. I grew up in Nevada. I grew up my first seven years in Nevada. Okay, well, that explains some things. Nevada is the most isolated <laughs> place. You think Montana's isolated? Oh, buddy. What I'm saying is Nevada is is growing, and Vegas sure. and the surrounding areas are growing, and there are some very nice suburbs and things like that sure. outside of Vegas. So. I'm kind of into this. I think San Francisco has a team. We're good. You had mentioned that the only thing missing now is NBA. That's right. Now, I'm going to make a prediction. The LA Clippers are going to move to Vegas. Whoa. Crazy. And I'll tell you why. Because they're tired of living in the Lakers' shadows eternally? Exactly. Yeah. And why not go to Vegas and uh, live it up? Yeah, it's going to be fascinating to see how this all unfolds. The baseball example in Vegas is going to be uh, really, really interesting because in Vegas, the competition to have a captive audience is more profound than anywhere else in the world, right? Because there's so much going on. And like we've seen over the years, UNLV being the probably best example of this, you're either a leader as a part of the Vegas show or you're completely and utterly irrelevant. There's no in-between. Yeah. You're either a, a, a must-see. Like right now, the Golden Knights are in the Stanley Cup Finals, then they are absolutely a must-see. They are as hot as any ticket in the town of Vegas. The Raiders, it just doesn't matter because the NFL is always going to sell. Right. That stadium is sold out every weekend. It's and a destination, ha- too. And half, so the, to- like, yeah, half yeah. the time, it's 49ers fans or Rams fans right. or whatever that are buying all the Raiders tickets. That's always going to work. Baseball is different, though. you got to have 81 home games. If the A's don't reinvest, if they remain bad, there might be less fans there than there already is. Well, the good news is is their stadium won't be ready till 2027. Yeah. So they're going to be playing in like the, some smaller field yeah. for the first couple of years so they can build up their fans. And the other problem, though, is it's hot in Vegas. It's so hot, and especially what does, in the summer. What, do, what does Phoenix do? Do they have... They have baseball right the ba- yeah the Diamondbacks yeah, yeah, yeah and Diamondbacks. it's and it's an outdoor stadium it is it okay. works yeah. yeah so they'll be in the same boat sorry for being so dumb I knew that <laughs> there were the Diamondbacks you are the chick who doesn't know sports <laughs> uh yeah I don't know how this is gonna work there's there's so much controversy around teams being in Vegas when we were talking about this earlier you were 
you were sort of pushing back on this because what you said is right. Sports gambling exists everywhere, but people that run the the Vegas books, they don't live everywhere. They live in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Having, I mean, still to this day, there is such a, I don't even know how to say this. Just say it. There's it's a safe space. There's organized, a lot of what's going down in Vegas is an extension of the mafia. Whoa. So like someone's swimming with the fishies. I mean, I'm just saying, <laughs> there's gonna be a scandal. There's already scandals. I hope so. There's, there's gonna scandal. be a scandal. There's already scandals going on all across the sporting world. Like right now, the Carolina Panthers are enraptured in a crazy scandal where all their players have been betting on NFL games. And I, I guess what I'm saying is, there's only a few people that could lure professional athletes with money. Those people are the people that own the casinos in Vegas. Those are the people that are making the line. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, well, NBA, don't people get drafted where they get drafted? No, like, for they're sure. Not no, no, like, no, I want to move to Vegas. I, 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 what I'm saying is, well, but free agency is going to attract a lot of athletes. What I'm saying is, with the way that point spreads work, you can manipulate the point spread if you're a participant in the game. Right. Sure, if, sure, sure. If, sure. if you're a quarterback that's making $25 million a year, the only way you would ever consider manipulating the game is if somebody asked you to do it for $100 million. Right. Those people only live in that area. I get what you're saying. It, it, it just is going to be very impactful to the sanctity of sports if a scandal with a Vegas team ever rises to the occasion. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens. It's just like the old notion, right? Like since the Raiders moved to Vegas, how is it that every time the Raiders are on primetime TV at home, they cover the spread? How does that always happen? Even if they're well, good if it's or bad. Well, happening anyway. Why not just add I know, NBA but to like it. there's just a lot of things that uh, go, there's a lot of calls that go a lot of different ways. And I don't know, maybe the whole thing's just over. Maybe the whole thing's just going to be rotten with sports gambling. And God, you're so, and so positive, <laughs> you know? It's just such a, it's such a bright light. I do think that the A's getting out of Oakland is going to be good for their franchise. Yeah. So we'll see. What do they do with a stadium? Blow it up. They just blow it up and then build condos, basically? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Okay. Urban infill. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, Damar Hamlin was back practicing with the Bills this Whoa. week. His clone? <laughs> yes. Okay. His AI image. Great. Um, he had a little incident and he fell and had a little bit of trouble getting up, but he wow. got right back up. So now I'm wondering, like, how are people going to play against him now? Are they going to be, are no. they? <laughs> no. They're nobody, still going to knock him down? Nobody in the NFL and, is going to, yeah, they're going to go as hard as possible. Okay. In fact, they'll probably attack him. They'll probably kill him. I mean, that's a little <laughs> strong. But like coordinators, Sorry, that was not coordinators funny. are definitely going to game plan to attack him, especially early. Really? To see if he's uh, if he's like hesitant for sure. I don't like this. The NFL is the most ruthless sport. I'm that worried. You should be. Okay. But you should be worried about everybody. <laughs> I know, but he's so Jamar fragile. Hamlin, yeah, but like everybody is. I don't know. Okay. Everybody that's playing in the NFL is risking significant injury, if not life-threatening injury, every time they play. I so. know, but I just wonder, like, you know when someone, like, broke their ankle or whatever, and then, like, you watch them hobbling, and you're, like, yeah. you're extra careful with them. Like, I just wonder. Nobody if in the gonna... NFL cares about that. Here's what's going to happen. DeMar Hamill's going to get attacked early and often, and if he is still good, then that'll slow down a little bit. If he's bad, he's, he'll just get benched or cut her, and his career will be over. I just I hope his mom's okay because <laughs> I'm stressed. I can't imagine how she's uh, feeling. Well, hopefully Demar Hamlin is able to stay healthy. <sighs> okay. Check it out on Sports ESPN Radio. Marshawn Lynch. Oh, Ever yeah. hear of him? 
I've definitely heard of him. So he is currently on a TV show called Stars on Mars. Stars on Mars. <laughs> Here's the funniest thing in the world to me. Marshawn Lynch basically refused to be in the public eye when he was a professional football player. And now that he's not a professional football player, he's like on the Doritos commercial and he's doing shows. And it's just so funny how he just decided to come out of his shell. Well, I'm happy for him. Maybe he's, he's hilarious. Well, he's on the show stars on Mars. It's a competition to conquer Mars via simulation. I don't understand it <laughs> and I will not be watching it. Okay. Okay. I will watch Vanderpump rules. I will watch the real housewives. They're, they're actually trying to conquer the planet. I don't Mars. even understand. I don't even want to be bothered, but <laughs> the reason I'm telling you that he's on the like show, like build condos or what? Yeah. Baseball stadiums. Bu- they're building condos okay. on Mars. Um, he is going to be in a new movie coming out. Really? And he has a major role. He plays a teacher who runs a fight club with the students. Whoa. <laughs> it sounds hilarious. Wow. And I think it's called Bottoms, which doesn't sound right, but that's what TMZ told me. <laughs> I, I don't even know. A student I, fight my club. My brain is melted. I love this idea of a Marshawn movie. Marshawn Lynch is going to Mars and he's in a movie called yep. Bottoms about fight club. Student fight club. I love it. Man. This is great. wonder if he's going to be drinking some Pepsi. Here's a big Pepsi. Oh, I'm like, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. Now I got it. Probably. Um, so I can't wait to see him in this movie. Wow. Uh, yeah, you should go on a little Marshawn Lynch deep dive sometime. Just go on YouTube okay. and uh, look up some clips from his post-game interviews and stuff. Okay. Marshawn Lynch is so fascinating. Marshawn Lynch is straight from the hood, and he's one of the hardest guys that has ever played in the NFL. He also, though, went to Cal, and he's like the, one of the smartest guys. And he just, like, played that off of itself throughout his whole NFL career. Like, he was smarter than everybody in the room, but he just wanted everybody to think that he was just, like, this hard guy that didn't want to talk to the media. It's pretty classic. He's, Love it. He's a pretty funny character. Um, I feel like I remember seeing his name pop up, and maybe we've talked about him. So I'm actually really excited to see this movie. I think it sounds hilarious. Well, very good. Uh, Chicken Does No Sports here on ESPN Radio. Anything else to add? I need to say something. Okay. Um, my friend Lauren yeah. said that I sound like I'm annoyed with you oh. all the time. <laughs> and if that's the case, I'm very sorry. Oh, okay. I'm not annoyed with you. Most women in the world are. <laughs> I am just not a conspiracy theorist like you. So mm. sometimes I'm just like, okay. Yeah. But I want anyone and everyone to know that I'm not annoyed well, with Coulter. Chicken Desmo Sports loves Nuanez now. Love it. Uh, just one other thing I was going to ask you about. Have you been following the Taylor Swift tour? I have no choice because it's all over my every social media feed. So I I am not a Taylor Swift fan. You're not I, a I, th- I think that she's exceptionally talented in Same. her ability to write songs and uh, more than that, though, just be like a mogul in the entertainment world. I don't like her music. I I don't like her shtick, but I do think she's very talented. But uh, this came to my attention because it landed on Bill Simmons' podcast. Bill Simmons runs the Ringer, and they are he talks so much uh, NBA and NFL, but he also has all these different podcasting contributors that talk a lot of pop culture. And th- he had a uh, one of his pop culture guys came on. To put this Taylor Swift thing in perspective, my mind was blown after listening to all of this stuff. Like her reach and her ability to promote her own brand and her ability to deliver her products in a variety of ways. 
she is like truly the queen of entertainment and the queen of the internet. It's funny because I was just thinking about this yesterday. I was trying to think of in my generation in the 90s yeah. when I was a high schooler, or middle schooler, or whatever, who I would have gone to a concert and cried the whole show. Michael Jackson. No. Really? I, there's literally, okay, Paul McCartney maybe. Sure. But like someone in my age demographics, like that everyone in my high school went to the concert and it was the hottest ticket in town and da, 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 da. And you had to know someone to get tickets. And it was the greatest, you know, I, there's literally cannot think of anyone that would have had that impact on me at that age. Yeah, there's really, she's only comparable in terms of like what you're talking about, like the hysteria like making people weak in the knees and like crying and freaking out. There's only a few. I mean, it's Elvis, the Beatles, Beatles, Michael Jackson, and and Taylor Swift. Really? Really? I mean, that's incredible to think that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was was a moment in time when when Michael Jackson was at the height of his powers where uh, they they said that you could even go into tiny villages in Africa and people would have... Mm The Thriller album, or they would have a Michael Jackson T-shirt or whatever. You want to hear something a really gross statistic? Uh-huh. When the Beatles came to America and played, I don't know if it was the Ed Sullivan Show or a, some concert. It was like 1964. Sure, they debuted on the Ed Sullivan yeah. Show, certainly. But I can't remember. It might have been that there was so much pee on the ground because <laughs> all the girls peed their pants. They were so excited. <laughs> oh my god! You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, yeah, no, Taylor. I love it. I mean, I'm the same. I'm not. I'm not a fan. I'm not not a fan. I would never spend that kind of money to go to her concert, but I am blown away by the hysteria she causes. Well, the the her ability to manipulate the internet is unbelievable, because even when Michael Jackson was at the height of his powers, he never had all of his albums available at the same time. Like the right. record company would only be promoting the album that was out and the singles that were out. Like right. right now, on the Billboard Hot 200. Which is the top 200 albums in the in the country? Taylor Swift has 10 of them. Mm-hmm. That's unprecedented. That's never been a thing. Yeah. But now, because of all this technology, you can listen to her first album over and over again, and her last album over and right. over again, and everything in between. She's also done this unbelievable job of she rose to prominence when she was so young, but then has been so prolific that she now has like these multiple demos. Right. People that liked her when she was first out when they were in college, now they're moms and now they like are sharing it with their daughters. Yeah. People that liked her when they were teenagers, now they're like in their mid-20s and they want to relive their teenage life. It's like this nostalgia machine, but then it also has all this new stuff with it too. It's crazy. I, I was My mind was blown after listening to this podcast and I just have a whole new level of respect for her. And what's wild is when she performs, it's three and a half hours almost straight. For sure. And I think she does it like I mean, nights in a row, like several nights in a row. That's the thing is she has conquered the alpha males. Yes. That's the last thing that J.J. Watt and like Tom Brady and all these, you know, yeah, NFL players. Tom Brady up there like singing all for these NFL hours. players are sitting there doing Instagram videos like, man, I switched this Taylor Swift concert and my mind is blown, you know? Yeah. It's, it's wild. I know. It's pretty cool. I If I had a free ticket, I would go, but I'm not... I, I'm no, not paying that kind I mean, of money. It's, they're like hundreds and hundreds yeah. of dollars. Right? No, my friends were posting on, like, she came through Chicago and people were like, I need tickets. I'm like, I'm willing to spend up to this. And I'm like, oh my God. Crazy. That's like my groceries for a week <laughs> nowadays. Totally. Check out those sports here on ESPN Radio. Uh, thanks for doing this early with me this week. Thanks. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> Carol in the Cheetos No Sports. Thanks to Hot House. 
Yoga Studio downtown, as well as Hype House, the Spin Cycling, and now Strength Studio there on uh, Tool Avenue. Appreciate both those fine sponsors for bringing you the Chicken Doesn't Know Sports. Senior Spotlight continues right after this. Dougie Peoples, the Montana Gatorade Player of the Year, is our guest. We'll call him shortly. We'll see you in just a minute. ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice, and that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days, and that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. Welcome back, Nuwana's Now, ESPN Radio. SWX Montana Television and the ESPN MT app. It's time now for the continuation of our Senior Spotlight. Senior Spotlight highlights some of the best male and female high school athletes from the past year that are seniors. And in a lot of cases, most of these interviews we'll be doing will be right after these young people have graduated. And uh, it's always a fun time to fill in all the blanks. Every single sport will be highlighted. I don't know how many we're going to do. I think we're probably going to do probably at least two dozen, maybe Maybe even more of these because there's a whole bunch of great uh, young athletes from around the state of Montana, both boys and girls, that are worth highlighting. We're joined now on the Rangers Brothers RV phone line by our most recent installment of the Senior Spotlight, young man who is the Montana Gatorade Player of the Year in boys basketball, headed to College of Idaho next year to play basketball there for the Yotes. It's Dougie Peoples of Butte Central High School. Dougie, what's up, man? How you doing? Good, how are you? Thank you for having me on. Oh, of course, man. Uh, it's been a little while since we talked. The last time you joined us, I think, was uh, coming off of that great state championship run you guys had uh, during your junior year. And this last year filled with a ton of successes uh, at Butte Central as well. And I know you're getting geared up now uh, for this Montana-Wyoming All-Star game that's coming up this weekend, too. Uh, but just put a bow on it for us, uh, just in general, about your high school basketball career. I mean, how would you sum it up? What was the experience like playing there at Butte Central and having all the success that you did? Yeah, I think it was awesome. Um, yeah, Butte Central is a special place because um, super family orientated and the communities um, behind you. And it was really special doing it at Butte Central because we're such a small school and having um, the support that we had. And um, it was just great to see kind of the impact that we had on the community and the community just really buying into us and supporting us. So it was really special to have a good run, and um, they're going to continue it here at Butte Central. It's uh, it's interesting this day and age because you can get 
uh, so much exposure, even if you're just at a small school in Montana like Butte Central is. And you yourself, I know the community really did back Butte Central, and you became a little bit of a star there in Butte. I know people around the state were following you too, and you know the highlight reels are going around Instagram and on Twitter and stuff like that. How did you handle all that? What did you think of just that experience, being sort of a recognizable name in the world of, of high school basketball in Montana? Yeah, it, it was really cool, and um, I think one thing that was cool about it was my team was right behind me, and they were doing it with me, and um, it was kind of cool we got to go through it together because, I mean, I, I wouldn't have had the success without those guys, and it was fun to just have them um, support me and on social media and stuff, seeing that it was kind of just, it, it was just cool to do it with my friends and the community. So, yeah, it, it was a really cool time. Well, it's always uh, interesting, too, when you have a, a good core coming back after winning a championship at bas- in basketball at any level. What, what was that part like, just being the defending champions and kind of having that target on your guys' backs? Yeah, I think it was difficult. Um, obviously, it didn't work out for us. We didn't get a, get back to the championship game, but um, kind of weird. Like, throughout the year, we had great success, and um, we just played a team – for, we were going to play them for the fifth time, and they were a really good team, and it's really hard to beat teams um, that many times. So um, we just fell a little short. But, it, it, I mean, it, it was fun being kind of the defending champs. And, um, yeah, the, I mean, that, that, that was really cool because I, I don't think Butte Central's ever really had that, being a totally small school in Class A. I think we have around 90 kids compared to the other Class A schools having, like, 600 to 800 kids. So... Um, it was cool having such a small school kind of being the top dogs, but, um, yeah, it, it, it was a fun time. Dougie Peoples joining us here on our Senior Spotlight. Senior Spotlight presented proudly by Dazzler's Car Wash and McElbury Homes. Stay tuned. A couple minutes from now, we'll have a uh, $50 gift card for Dazzler's Car Wash coming up. Got to say thanks a lot to McElbury Homes for high-quality custom residential construction in western Montana. Call McElbury Homes, led by Blaine McElbury. McElbury Homes has been in business since 2003. Blaine hires only the best subcontractors and specialized staff. McElbury Homes is committed to offering quality customer service, quality products, and the best prices throughout any project. Proud to support the senior spotlight now for the fourth summer in a row. The uh, the shot you'll be remembered for was the one you made uh, here in Missoula uh, to win that that state championship two years ago, and uh, I mean it's a, it's an iconic moment, man. It's it's one that people I don't think will soon forget. Anybody that's seen it, so uh, that plus all the other history that you made. I, I mean, I think that's one thing that I I love about this the, the city of Butte in general. They they appreciate history so much and they tell their stories so well as well i know that's a huge part of, of sort of the tradition there at butte central as well so uh, i mean what do you think of that perspective just, just sort of the mark you made on history because i know y- your dad works there at butte central as well i mean it, it must mean a lot to you and your family that you've been able to have so much success there uh, at bc yeah i think growing up um i've watched my whole family really um go to Central, and they all had success at Central. Um, my two cousins, they won um, basketball state championships here, and then my other cousin played in a football state championship. So it was really cool to kind of um, continue that on, and it was cool to kind of do it the way um, that it happened, and it was cool to see just kind of the impact that it made on Butte Central from the little kids all the way to the older people. Like, um it was just great to see all the – I love watching the video over again and seeing all the 
these central people because it looks like a flood of mer- it looks like a Grizz game almost because it, it was just crazy how many Butte Central people were there for such a small school. We have such great backing and community. So to do that and to do it the way we did it was just so special for our whole community. I love that. It, it's like we talk about around here a lot. It, it, playing for something bigger than yourself, it just makes the, the entire sports experience so much better. Dougie Peoples joining us here uh, on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. SWX Montana Television and the ESPN MT app. Uh, he's a Butte Central product, headed to the College of Idaho to play his college hoops. Last year as a senior there at Butte Central, almost 25 points per game on the way to Montana Gatorade Boys Basketball Player of the Year. Also 1,683 total points, the most in Butte Central history. Tell us about uh, College of Idaho. That's a program that rose really quick, and now uh, it is the the defending national champs. Thirty six wins in a row last year for the Yotes. Uh, so, what sort of led you down that path? How'd you first uh, get in touch with them, and then what do you think of this opportunity to go join the NAIA defending national champions? Yeah, I'm super grateful to be able to have the such an amazing opportunity, and uh, kind of started. Um, I played for a select basketball. And um, their head coach actually was the coaches, the 16U team. So I got on his team and me and him really um, bonded and we connected and we stayed really close um, ever since that 16U year summer. And he followed me my junior year and senior year. And um, it was a hard decision because um, Montana Tech is right here in town. And get, like we were talking, the community backing. Um, and the community's been so good to me. And same with um, Adam Hyatt up at Montana Tech. He's a great guy. He's a great coach. So it was really hard. But um, I just think that I would always wonder if I didn't go do it. So, um, And I'm so grateful. I mean, it's uh, amazing. Talking about community backing, I mean, it's incredible down there in Caldwell. Um, I think they lead the country in, fan- in the attendance. Um, and I went down, when I went down my visit, I realized that it was kind of similar to Butte Central and Butte, honestly, the, they're super involved with the community and the community loves them. And um, it's just a really special place down there. And I think that I can go down there and be myself. And um, I, I'm, I'm really fortunate to be able to go to a place like College of Idaho where it's great basketball on the floor, but what they do off the floor is probably a lot more... Um, a lot more meaningful. So I'm super excited for the opportunity. It's probably going to be uh, an interesting uh, experience for you too because you're going to be in Montana quite a bit playing on the other Frontier Conference teams and you're probably going to see a lot of familiar faces, guys you played against in high school, guys you played probably with and against in select games. I know you're about to head over to uh, the Midland-Montana-Wyoming All-Star game. You're going to see a bunch of guys there. They're going to be playing in the Frontier Conference as well. So have you thought about that? What, what do you think that would be like? Like the first time you go back to Butte or the first time you go to Helena, that, that's probably going to be an interesting deal for you. Yeah, I think that I, I'm, that, that's what I'm most looking forward to, and that's the reason why. I kind of chose there. I'm, I'm going to be able to play in Montana still. And I'm going to be able to see my family, and I'm going to be able to see Butte. Um, I'm not, I, I like to say I'm not leaving Butte. I'm just going somewhere else for a little bit and um, expanding Butte. I'm, I'm kind of letting it, more people know about Butte. And um, so I think it'll be really cool to come back to Montana and play and to see everybody. And um, that was a big reason why I chose because I'm, I'm still going to be – um, see familiar faces and stuff. And there's actually a lot of Montana kids down there at the College of Idaho. 
Well, super cool. Thank you, people, joining us here on Nuanas. Now, the Montana Gatorade Player of the Year in boys basketball headed to the College of Idaho next year. It's our senior spotlight presented by Dazzler's Car Wash as well as playing McElmurray and McElmurray Holmes. Uh, last thing for you then, man. I mean, wh- what will you take away from, from this last couple years there uh, at Butte Central? Uh, what will you take with you? What, what are some of your favorite memories, and what has the experience meant to you overall? Yeah. Um, I'm just extremely grateful for Butte Central and for the opportunity that I was given here. And I'm super grateful for Butte. And I think that now that it's over, I'm really realizing how lucky I was and how special my time here at Butte Central was. And the things that I was able to do here at Butte Central, and I did it with my, the community and my family and friends. So I'm just super grateful that I was able to be to do this here at Butte Central and to do the things that we were able to do. Um, and I'm going to remember the relationships and just how much the community has meant to me. And I'm, I'm never going to forget the way that the community supported me. Um, especially me individually, they really, really backed me and they had my back and I will, I'm forever grateful for Butte and Butte Central. And I'm just super grateful that they were able to, um, help me do, help me accomplish the things that I did. Well, you've accomplished a lot, man. Congratulations on an outstanding high school career and best of luck with your next test, but thanks for making some time with us today. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate that. There you go, Dougie Peoples, Montana Gatorade Player of the Year in boys basketball. It's, you know, there's there's great players every year. There's, you know, great moments and all that. But to truly have moments that that are unforgettable, that are history-making, that's a huge task, especially when, it ta- when you talk about at places where history is so steeped and it's so important. But, like, that... that district championship game against Corvallis when Dougie Peoples dropped 44 points to break the single game Butte Central scoring record and Mike McLeod who used to hold the record is there to give him a hug afterwards I mean those are the moments you can't replicate like you hit a step back buzzer beater 4-3 to win the state championship like there's been so many great basketball players in Montana who can say that they did that nobody it's a moment that is etched in time forever so uh I just I think Dougie Peoples is uh, is awesome for uh, the way he carried himself throughout his career. I mean, after he hit that buzzer beater, he was a star. I mean, that that video went viral. I mean, everybody was talking about him all the time, and uh, it's cool. It's really cool for him to be able to represent like he has, and uh, I think he'll do well down there at the College of Idaho. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, our senior spotlight presented in part by Dazzler's Car Wash. Dazzler's Car Wash right next to us here at Missoula Broadcasting Company, the best car wash in the city of Missoula. Call us right now, 406-888-1029. When call number two, we got a gift card for you to Dazzler's Car Wash, 406-888-1029. We'll take you home here on your Tuesday right for this. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. One, two, three. One is now on ESPN Radio. It's 90s rock kind of day. Welcome back to Osdale ESPN Radio. Thanks so much for hanging out with us here on your Tuesday. You missed anything in the show today? We covered a whole bunch of stuff, including our Treasure State stars, highlighting some of the best individual performances from around the state. Carol and Chicken Doesn't Know Sports swung by. We also heard from Dougie Peoples, the Montana Gatorade Player of the Year in boys basketball, and our latest subject on our senior spotlight. All of it on the podcast, proudly presented by Blackfoot Communications, the M Store, and the MSU Bookstore. Tomorrow... We will have 
a special ESPN roundtable debating and arguing the 10 biggest stars in Big Sky Conference football. We'll also have a Stanley Cup update from Grizz hockey coach Mike Anderson and Chantel Yeager, who is the uh, head coach of the Bozeman Gallatin Raptors, their first ever track and field title. She'll join us as well, plus much more. We'll see you tomorrow at 4 p.m. Thanks so much for tuning in. This has been Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.